campfire tonight or tomorrow or Saturday having you and a buddy come over but it's going to be cold yeah and yeah, I know that's yeah, when yeah. you're technically supposed to have a campfire well right well, it's kind of cold and wet but I mean do you really want to sit outside and get all smoky and be cold and wet not really especially if we're like you know cooking a few feet eating. away from the house you know yeah I know man it's just <laughs> it's not like, the same it's I like literally walk right inside be dry and and also just as warm and well lit yeah, yeah. Well, it's I'm kind, out here. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of uh, it's kind of falling apart um, because you know I'm I'm moving to a different house and I made a little fire pit. And I was like, oh man, I'll have Spencer and Chewy over. We've had some nights cooking and then we'll probably play some Jackbox video games later. Mm. But but in the meantime, we'll we'll do a little campfire. Sounds fun. And that but then it's just I'm fine doing that alone. That's why I go camping alone. No one wants to camp and do and stink and be in the cold and wet. I'm fine with that. But also, when I'm done, I can jump in the shower and go to bed. Exactly. But y'all are like, we're we cooking, had... then we're eating at a campfire, and then you're sitting at my house, and then we're going to go in and play video games cold and wet and smelling. Yeah. And then we're going to drive home cold and sweat and or it's whatever and, it is. And yeah, you're going to get home, worst. and you're going to be so tired you don't want to shower, so you're just going to go to bed cold, wet, and smelling. Yeah. Not not too abnormal, I it's, guess. It's not. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not too different from a, my normal. Yeah, routine. I, I was just. I woke up today <laughs> and I was thinking about you know doing some little backyard campfire stuff this weekend, and it just it 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 made me laugh at myself that it's ideal backyard campfire weather, and I was like, oh no, I can't do it. It's too cold and gross. It's like that's that's when you do it. Sure. You don't do it when it's. 90 and sunny outside. Well, you're all bougie now. You're a house owner, right? Not yet. Oh. Not yet. Okay. Well, One you of have these a, days. You have a rental property then. I do. Yeah, I do have a rental property. And a pool. And a Well, I, the pool is packed away for next year. And a bunch of investments called Lego and yeah. swords. Yeah. Man, I am. That's a lot of money. I'm, I've made it in radio. I, I absolutely think so. have. Look at me rental home I live in, but, you know, still, we'll we'll say I own a rental home. 40 days, 40 chickens, one man, and an entire city united. Not today in history, this week in history, though, November 6th to be exact, uh, a man went viral on the internet, slowly but surely, for eating an entire rotisserie chicken every day for 40 days. And what made him viral was not posting about it on Twitter. It was the thousands of flyers he had put up around the city of Philadelphia advertising his feet and announcing that on the 40th day, he would uh, go to an abandoned pier near Walmart and eat the chicken in front of a crowd ah, of yes. people. A classic uh, uh, spectacle, if you will. <laughs> it absolutely was. And uh, guess uh, what? It even made the Philadelphia news. Uh, they'll explain it better than we can with their news voices. So here you go, uh, reliving some of why today, this week actually. But today's the greatest in history, especially on the internet. Buzz, a man eating chicken somehow is able to unite people in Philadelphia. This is the home of the Wing Bowl. We should not be, be shocked. It was a tough Saturday, of course, in the city, with both the Phillies and the Union losing. But on Sunday, people rally behind a person now referred to as Philadelphia's Chicken Man. The public invitation captured a lot of attention on social media. It said, come watch me eat an entire rotisserie chicken. <laughs> November 6th will be the 40th consecutive day that I have eaten an entire rotisserie chicken. 12 o'clock noon. The chicken will be consumed on the abandoned pier near Walmart. This is not a party. And the photos and things that have been posted around already started to gain a lot of traction. And the the man being being humorous on Twitter made it very clear that he was not enjoying eating a full rotisserie chicken every day. It was quite frankly one of the best things I've seen on the internet in a long time. Um, I'm going to rank it up there with uh, the the website and Facebook group. Same photo of Dave Coulier every day as just uh, innovative, exciting, and really stupid, Spencer. Yeah. I mean, this is this is some stuff I wish I could think of, but I don't. Do you I'm lazy. You, do you think you'd be able to pull it off eating uh, rotisserie chicken every day for, what was it, over a month? I'd half-ass it at some point, but sure. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean, you don't even have to prove it entirely, do you? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like it's better if you do. 
Yeah, because that way, if you, especially if you start gaining traction. I mean, I know we're susceptible to you know scam artists and people faking stuff, but I think you know we deep down appreciate genuine. Yeah, people, and I like people to, being uh, genuine and vulnerable, and that's exactly what you are—is being genuine and vulnerable, vulnerable very much. And uh, eating yeah. an entire ass chicken. He did do it uh, every day for 40 days, and yeah, I mentioned traction. He gained a lot of that. Alexander Tominsky had already been posting on Twitter about his challenge. Hundreds of people who saw the flyer and must have thought it was silly and fun came out on a beautiful day to support him yesterday. Even the Delaware Riverfront River Waterfront Corporation tweeted that it hopes the chicken is delicious. Philadelphia's chicken man had a makeshift red carpet and caution tape to keep people back from his table. By the time he was finished eating, cheering people had surrounded him. <laughs> Action News talked to Tominsky and asked him what made him do it all. He replied, it, he felt like it just seemed right. But he tells us he never wants to do it again. Nor would I. Uh, absolutely incredible moment in history. And I will right. say, um, it really made me smile seeing this turn into a bit, turn into a thing. But the reason I wouldn't, you know... It, it would be hard to go viral for this, and that's all you've done. You always have to do the next <laughs> thing, but almost incognito because you got to be not the chicken guy. You got You you don't want people to know you were also that guy, but you got to create another feat as equal or bigger. It's just being an internet artist is tough, Spencer. Oh, I'm sure, man. Chicken man, though. I wish we could have come up with a more creative name than that. But like all good superheroes. He was what we needed at the time. At the time. Yeah, not what we go. deserved. <laughs> <laughs> this is truly the pettiest woman on the internet. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. And that's saying a lot. The pettiest woman on the internet. Welcome to social cues. Uh, our just that our e-chat segment. Here, uh, you used to call it a message board back in the day, Emily. Our message that's, that's what, board. That's what we're doing here on the radio with social Our cues. Our aim messenger. Absolutely. Um, that was dial-up just just then. You kind of sound like my dog's battling. <laughs> you do a little bit. It's the same thing. Yeah. So the pettiest person when it comes to a breakup. The pettiest person is going viral right now. Uh, there is a woman. And she won't back down. She... She won't back down. There's a poor, heartbroken woman in her 40s who, I guess when she was dating her partner, uh, was giving like a cookbook, I guess, by her former boyfriend's late mother. And when uh, they broke up, she decided, you know what? I don't like what you did to me, you dumb boyfriend of an ex. So I'm going to post your late mother's secret recipes recipe. Yes. So she posted uh, her late his late mother's secret recipe to making pizza. And everybody on the Internet is all up in flames about this because some people are like, yeah, take that. He deserved it. Yeah, do do that. Also, give me that recipe because it sounds really good. And then the other half are like, "No, that's too petty. That's that's too far." I think depends actually, on the crime. I think, but yeah. I think this completely backfires. I think this is. I'm not about that secret family recipe. I think this honors the mother, and is actually like really great because now you have all these people are one talking about your recipe because of the circumstances, mm-hmm. yeah. but two. Everyone's making you not just your dumbass son and whatever chick he's banging. Everyone's making this pizza. Like yeah. to me, your, that is that la- is badass. Yeah. His late mom gets to live on. Yeah, for at least another few weeks. Yeah, see, Spence, there you go, living on mom. And every yeah. oh wow, that was a high pizza. five right there. It's okay. I know, I know. And pizza is something that you know. Honestly, in my opinion. Who cares? Like pizzas, you make pizza a certain way, and that's it. There's not really if she a had true burned and recipe, destroyed the cookbook. That would have been like I'd be like, thing. oh, that's kind of messed up, man. Like that was from my mom. That's all I had. Yeah, but she shared the recipe. That's that's awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. And it got me thinking about all the petty things that I have done um, in previous years mm. in my dating life. And my favorite one. Okay, Mary Jane, let us know. <laughs> my favorite one also involves food. Oh. Uh, so I was seeing this guy, and he. He, he was like, do you want to go get lunch? And I was like, sure. So I drove us. We went through the drive-thru, went to Dairy Queen. You started some, poisoning him. He was like, I'm not really that hungry, but feel free to get whatever. And I was like, okay. So I got myself some chicken tenders. And then we got back to his house and he said, okay, 
hey, do you mind if I have some? Like, let's, you know, I'll, I'll Venmo you some money. Like, we can we can share these. And I said, okay, sure. Did it, whatever. And then he walked me out to his car and he dumped me after <laughs> sharing my chicken yeah, tenders don't do that it on I a picked up. Empty stomach. Well, he's like, maybe I'm just hangry and this will all go away. And then he, so, he was like, oh, I'm really yeah. still want to break up with her. So then I drive home. I'm just pissed. And I look on Venmo that an hour before he dumped me, he had Venmoed me some money for my chicken tenders. Yeah. My chicken tenders cost like 10 bucks, right? Because I got sides. And you how much? Like $3. Piece of crap. So Ugh. it was just some pity tender money. So I decided to send the money back to him because I didn't need his chicken tender pity money. And I put in there, I think the description was something like, uh, I don't need your, your chicken tender money. Um, you a-hole. Wow. Thanks for, for dumping me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Emily. If, I'm sorry, he won this. He no, got, no, no, He got no. free chicken tenders and money back. No, because now if you go onto my Venmo, anytime it, you send me you've money, talked about this before. This is my only public post yeah. on Venmo. I love. At let's go Earth, like it right now. At let's go find Earth it. Toast on Venmo. Oh, it's my this only is great. public post, and so every time somebody sends me money, no matter how long throughout the years, you're always going to see this one message. And uh, there's probably, I think there's like 30 likes on it or something right now. And so every time I tell this story, I tell people go like it because every time somebody likes it, he gets a notification. (laughs) So take that. I don't need your chicken tender money. Anyways. Uh, For your extra chicken tenders, thanks for wasting my time, a-hole. Yep. Yeah, so that actually sounds, that sounds a lot less like petty that sounds yeah. funny yeah, uh, yeah there you yeah. go so go to him at at earth toast yes. on venmo is it too early to start planning for spring <laughs> matt bearden's here it's the parent pickup y'all ready for this so a brand new movie trailer dropped and i'm kind of actually excited about it looks pretty good think it's going to be a fun thing to take my kids to. And Dune. Based, part two. No. I don't think the kids based are going to get to Dune. Herbert's Dune. Yeah. It's based on one of the movies that I absolutely loved as a kid. This will, if I do my math correctly, will actually be the fifth installment of this franchise, though it's a strange franchise because it's kind of disjointed and taken apart, and I guess we're relaunching now. Um, you guys want to hear a little bit and see if you can guess what it is? Okay. Okay. Just going to play some of the audio from you for you from the brand new trailer that just dropped. Ready? Three, two. For the first time in New York history, people froze to death in the middle of July. What is it? The death chill. The power to kill by fear itself. Your veins turn to rivers of ice. Your bones crack. And the last thing you see is your own tear ducts freezing up. Like cars. Ice Age. Ghostbusters. It is the new Ghostbusters. Okay, cool. Brand new Ghostbusters. And not only does it have Paul Rudd back in it, and the entire crew that was in the previous Ghostbusters. Oh, so the women? Lady Ghostbusters. The the last Ghostbusters, not the 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 real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Lady Ghostbusters. That's why I was saying there's five, I think, total in this franchise. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm including that. Uh, But that was not the most recent release from Ghostbusters. The Lady Ghostbusters came out, and then the next Ghostbusters. Oh, there was a kid Ghostbusters with Stranger Things kid. Oh, the children. Oh, the ladies in character. Oh, you're so focused on the ladies, which are so important that you forgot about the ladies. You've forgotten that there's a Ghostbusters that came out a little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, there's only two Ghostbusters, but anyhow, let's proceed. Now, there's speaking of two Ghostbusters, there are two Ghostbusters in this movie. Actually, there's three. There's going to be um, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Okay. They're Bill Murray. Okay. Oh wow. And Ernie Hudson. Oh, that's great. They'll wow. be back in there. Plus, but we're missing the one, the guy that wrote all of it, Harold well, Ramis. He's dead. And that's he was, true. He was what Don't made worry. him. His spe- ghost will be back in action. Okay, it's going to be annoying. Enough. I bet. Uh, 
did you recognize that voice that was talking in the beginning, though? Patton Oswalt. It yeah. was Patton Oswalt. Yeah. yeah, it sure was. Nice and there's he's, gonna be He's a nerd for all this stuff, I'm sure. So. Absolutely. I'm really happy for him personally yeah. because I know he's a big nerd for it, and I think he's got to be super stoked, especially because it's kind of, this one's aimed, and I think it's why the original Ghostbusters was so successful, is it was aimed at kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 kind of aimed at at the newfound audience. It got spookier, yeah. And then uh, Ghostbusters 3, or the ladies, forgot about the kids, and then they came back to remembering, like, oh, this movie was a huge hit because... We kind of made a kid movie. You can movie see it with your dad and kids. Adults it was nice. enjoy. literally what I went to the theater for. Um, yeah. The only thing that would make this super special is if they were able to pull Rick Moranis out of retirement. Oof. Well, here's the thing: Rick Moranis isn't coming out of retirement, but retirement. But guess who is? Um, uh, you already said Ernie Hudson. Ellen Rip- uh, Ripley. I forgot her name. Jesus. No. So Ernie Weaver. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, it is not. Uh, it's not that. Vigo the Carpathian. Now you're getting really in there. It's in the weeds. Slimer. Walter <gasps> Peck is coming back. He was the pencil-pushing bureaucrat who was like oh, basically yeah. the guy that went around going, you've got to stop this. You're going to blow up the city or whatever. Right. Well, guess what? He is coming back as, well, he's reprising, I think he's going to reprise his role of, uh, it, it, I'm sorry, uh, William Atherton is the, the actor who played Walter Peck. So okay. I'm kind of excited about that because they're going to bring the nerd back. Who, by the way, was the only redeeming character in the actual movie Ghostbusters. When you think about it, we laughed at him because we were like, but uh, there's a great comedian named Mike McRae who brings up this point in a joke that he tells. He's like, he's the one guy going around saying, you shouldn't be firing off n- n- nuclear rays inside of a city with 11 million people. He was right, too. He was it right the out. entire time. It happened to Steve Marshmallow This huge machine with all these ghosts in it exploded. Yeah. So there you go. I think it's going to be a great well, fun for the whole family. You can uh, watch the trailer now and get excited. It's called Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. It takes a lot of guts to run your own show. And he's got plenty of stomach to spare. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. I have a new way to find out who has the best burger in Austin. And no, it's not a stupid bracket. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. C.J. is fat! Welcome to C.J.'s Fat. Yesterday, we had some shakes and burgers from Buddies, and I was thinking about all the brackets everyone does. Who has the best burger? It's, it's Listen, I know why we do it as media entities. We do it to get people to vote, to get online clicks, to get yeah. people looking at the website, to get oh, restaurants yeah. to lobby for theirs. Plus, there's like only some certain amount of things you can write about every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, just do this again. Brackets are easy and fun. Just do another I list. I get it. Do another list. I'm bracketed it out. I'm busted. So instead, what we're going to do is the Topple Tower of Top Tens. Cool. Topple Tower of Top Tens. Yeah, and today... Are we seeing which ones stack up the best? Absolutely, Emily. Uh, That's yeah. well done. Good, Paul. We could, we could have a news cable show. What's the foundation upon which we're coming up with the rules for this? Buns. Uh, Christianity. Oh. Oh, come on, man. Uh, buns. Yeah, that'll <laughs> yeah, work. Buns uh, come on, man. Foundation. That was a structure joke. Here's how it works. All right. We have an item, a food item. In this case, in this first bracket, we are doing burgers. So we are doing the topple tower of top 10 burgers in Austin. You start with an item. You start with one burger. For us, it's going to be buddies. We've all had buddies recently. Um, Two out of three of us will just have to make the decision on where to rank stuff. But right now, buddies is the best. Buddies is the best burger in Austin, officially, as of this show. You want to change that? Bring another burger in. If it's better, we will vote and decide, and then we will topple the tower over. Buddies will move down, and the next burger will go on top until another burger topples that. But if it doesn't happen, it just stays there. So it's just a ranking system that gets us free food. That's my plan. Okay, so it's like a food pyramid, but with burgers. Not a pyramid, a tower. A tower. Yeah, it's it's, it's not wide at the base, and it's getting everything's still going to be ranked. It's all stacked. There's going to be a number ranking by the time this is all said or done. Yeah, and every single burger, by the way, we're taking one bite of, and then we're putting it and we're saving it in the studio, so we can eat it later if we need to. Be like, if it doesn't like. 
Yeah, we can be like, oh, this is number. Absolutely. This falls into like a four or five, but I'm not sure. Let's so, yeah, a, co- a couple weeks from now. Bring out the pizzeries and uh, yeah. let me get some of that Hat Creek. So if you bring in a burger like a couple weeks from now and we can't decide, we'll just pull out our old burger from, you know, the, the time yeah. before and we'll try it out and we'll we'll weigh it. No it mustard. should be fine. If they're burgers, no they mustard. last forever. What no the hell? That, that cuts Whataburger oh, out completely. No mustard. Not. You need How mustard. do you even like Whataburger? Do you want me to put all these at number zero? Wait, are these wow. cheeseburgers or hamburgers? Are you saying cheeseburgers. You, you're saying you, you don't like Whataburger. I do like Whataburger. mustard comes on the standard burger. That's why I say no mustard. Oof. Oof. Okay, you know what? We'll, Oof. Oof. All right, Oof. let me make it simpler. Uh, what we do is every burger joint, whatever their standard burger is. Yeah. So, so the, if it has bacon, if it's a mushroom Swiss, the Whataburger, whatever the standard burger is. However, that burger joint does their standard burger. Buddy's standard burger is probably just, it's the, the number one. You know what I mean? The number single one, whatever the hell cheese. that is. Yeah. Sure. It's a single with cheese. Oh, yummy. That is currently yummy. number one on the topple tower of top tens. So if you think a burger's better in Austin, if you own a restaurant and you're like, I know my burger's better than that, so are we going bring bu- it to us. So we're doing burger-related ones. It's just the standard burger they do. Yes. Here's the great thing about the topple tower. If you and I go have enchiladas tomorrow... Guess what? Amaya's has the number one enchiladas until someone topples the cheese enchilada. The topple towers never end. Okay. It's a nonstop, unending ranking. It never, ever falls. Has to end. Never falls. It leans. It, it, it wobbles. Leans. It's a weeble. It's, but yeah. You are, you're only toppling the burger that's on top. The weebles wobble, but they never fall down. Remember? Absolutely. So it's just a bunch of episodes of us eating. I can't wait, yes. to be honest. I can't yeah. wait. Yes, absolutely. We are- <laughs> Think mukbang, but more quality, because we're talking less about ranking and more about toppling. Toppling, yeah. I'm starting and to get this. The great thing about it is we are actually going to stack these old burgers in here to have our... our, our, our <laughs> Just get a longer and longer. The, other, uh, the morning X is going to love that. The other great thing about this segment is our consultant in management said two things. One, CJ, your games are too complicated and dumb. Yeah. Two, y'all talk about food. Food too much. This what? brings both, both of those together, combines them. So we have begun officially as of today. The topple tower of top 10 burgers. Buddy's Burger is number one. If you think your burger from a restaurant or your favorite place can topple it, bring it to us. Not you, yourself. Get a DoorDash. We, you know, we don't want to spit or poot in or something. Okay, there I, you go. I do. Before we get to Emily's punishment. Oh, I, I have to do that? Yeah, you still got to do your punishment. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, don't cry about it because you will have a lot to get upset about. Um, I had no onion puns, but that's coming up. But first, let's uh, do some bets for the next week. When I was putting together some stuff to bet on, I thought, I'm done with Texas. I'm I'm goddamn done with it. Wow. I'm sissy. And I'm tired. And that's kind of why I won last week. You shouldn't be done. You should well, be just also excited. They're, they're ranked number seven in the uh, college football playoff system kind of a long shot to make it you need a lot to happen especially believe it or not OU losing kind of hurts Texas um even though they own the head-to-head with Alabama Alabama's better strength of schedule and they think Emily they think Alabama could leapfrog Texas because of strength of schedule if both uh, teams went out what but is leapfrogging they're gonna go in front in the rankings Oh. Point being, there's... He could have just said that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to also, use your fancy Emily, do you jumbo. feel like they have Washington, the Huskies, ranked way too low at number five, that they should be in the top four with a comparable resume with Ohio State? Emily, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going to say that I think Huskies are rated adequately because Huskies definitely would never beat out a Longhorn. Okay, well, they currently are. <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Emily. Uh, Thank we you, Emily. Long horns are really big. Uh, have speaking... you seen their horns? They're very long. <laughs> I have seen Bevo's sad, drugged-up ass on hey, a, man. Like, the field. He's scared of the audience, all right? Yeah, yeah I don't think that's fair. Anytime I've seen you in the stadium, you look sad and dragged. Drugged up. Yes. So I think it's fair. Yeah, yeah and I shouldn't true. be there. I'm having a miserable time. Uh, let's get to that. Texas uh, playing TCU. Uh, the Horn Frogs. Every everyone in the Big Twelve wants to have Texas's number, and TCU um, in recent years kind of ha- sort of has, but now they're not doing as well. They are ten point dogs. Matt, are we taking TCU in ten, or are we taking Texas in a revenge? We're back. 
Sorry we've screwed up the last couple of weeks, but we're going to show you what Texas means. I am going to take TCU and 10. I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. I really do think that UT will win this game, but it's at TCU with more than likely another, once again, a backup quarterback and some banged up defense. Very banged. Two I think we'll win, out. but I think 10 points. Woof. At, when you're away, 10 points is a lot of points. Yeah. And what's also just very annoying to me is uh, everyone in the Big 12 we're playing now are all teams that have ruined a Texas season. Most well, notably, true. most notably Texas Tech. They're my number one ruin a good Texas season team. They've done it multiple times. Knocked Texas out of the national championship, uh, most famously with that Michael Crabtree catch. Emily, what what was your take on that Crabtree catch in Lubbock? You, I don't think you were born yet, but I know you've watched clips. Yeah. Um. I didn't realize that crabs could crawl up trees that fast. Thank you very Thank you, much, Emily. Emily. We appreciate That's, that. Appreciate uh, that. Astute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did they pop the ball? I can't remember when they grabbed it with their pinchers. Did it go? Welcome yeah. to ES Poopin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Texas Tech's number one. Matt, of Big 12 teams that are very Texas Tech-like and love to spoil crap and ruin Texas seasons, who's number two? On my list, what would you say if the Big 12 teams ruin Texas seasons? Well, here's the thing. Texas, because of the way they played, have actually had their seasons ruined by every single one of the teams out there. That That's even includes Kansas. But yeah. uh, Iowa State is another big spoiler. Uh, uh, Oklahoma State. They're lower. TCU. O- Oklahoma State's my number two. Yeah, they're 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 my number two. And TCU. Uh, so, and, and yeah, Iowa State. I was. Did you know, uh, fun fact, Emily, uh, tell me your thoughts on this game. Okay. Um, the best tickets I've ever had to a Texas game came from an ex's brother who's like in an alumni association. We went to that game. We were super excited, but we were right next. We were on the field, but we were next to the Iowa State fans. So that's already annoying. We're next to the, their supporters oh, or whatever, man, their boo. band or, or something like that. Um, we were at the game for the first time Texas lost to Iowa State. Ever. Ever. Yeah, what's your take on that? Do you remember that one? That was Case disappointing. McCoy. So disappointing because they lost and I was sad in the womb. Thank you. Are you going to be sad to take TCU or are you going to go with Texas? Remember, TCU gets 10 points. 10 Where points? are we going with this one, Emily? You are also in last place, 0-6 the last oh, two weeks. Man. You are in dire need of some victories here, Emily. Okay. What are we going to do? Uh... I have to continue going with Texas. If I have to keep eating onions for the rest of my life in order to support the University of Texas at Austin, then I will. Okay. Well done. You're Love welcome. You. Thank I, you. I, I just Proud don't know you. anything. You're the best sports reporter ever. Thank you. Uh, Spinny, you taking TCU and Tenor, Texas? Uh, I was going to go with the Horny Boys until realizing that they're both Horny Boys. They're both Horny Boys. Uh, so Longhorns, more specifically. I'm going to go with the Horns. Hook Longhorns, em. more specifically. Hook them, I guess. Um... I'm going to say what I said last week. I think Texas is finally going to be like, oh, hey, we're really good, and we realize that, and they're going to come and put a beat down on TCU. So that would be great great and wonderful. I'm going to go with Texas. Uh, we got to take a quick uh, few seconds off, but we'll be back with more sports betting. And on top of that, I created a brand-new game for us that I want to share. So hang around, and yes, Emily, get ready. It's called football, by the way. You guys are going to love it. It's so great. Welcome back to the Sports Bets. Uh, let's read our current standings. Remember, the end of the year or the end of the season. Oh, crap. That's coming up soon. Uh, winner gets a raise. Matt is 16-17 and 17 after two impressive undefeated weeks. Uh, Emily, after losing six games straight, is 12-21. and 21. Spencer is 14-19. and 19. That is without some bonus points he may or may not get. Uh, CJ, the only one above uh, 500 currently at 18 and 15. But again, every week, everything changes and switches out so heavily. Why'd you say I may not get bonus points? Because we don't know. We did. We, you said something off air about the Rangers, and I just don't know if that's amazing. And you should get bonus points, or if you shouldn't. But just, I was promised bonus points. You, were, I said you should probably get bonus points. There was no promise. Anyhow, uh, before we get back to our sports betting. We're going to introduce a new game because last week I, I decided to play Novingo. Everyone said it sucked and hated it. So this week we're going to start playing a game called Dream Weaver. Dream Weaver. Uh, Emily, if you could please tack this up next to the calendar. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, this is the Dreamweaver game, and anytime one of us dreams about the other, the person who is dreamt about gets a point. 
This does require you to remember your dreams. No. It requires a little bit of honesty. No. Um, there's a, so there are intersections there of who is the dreamer and who's the dreamt about. I color-coded them to where you know what should be the sleepy person and what should be the dreamy person. There is a chance you can dream about yourself in a third person. It's a very rare occasion, but if you do, you can do that there. Anyhow, let's uh, start off right away with our first recipient of the Dreamweaver Game Point, uh, Matt Bearden. Emily, if you will please put a star sticker on the CJ Dreaming About Matt. <coughs> You'll put a little sticker there. I, I dreamt you... about Matt last night. Okay. Do we have stickers? Um, we will get stickers. Yeah. I did uh, not don't have a chance. complicate this. Uh... Did not have a chance to go <laughs> by Target. I don't, I don't think but I really. She's going she's gonna to draw a little star, just a tiny little one. Oh, we have drawing lots, it Yeah, a little, little tiny star. So Matt is in the lead so far because I dreamt about him. So there we go. That's the other side game we're going to play. Are we, you not going to explain what you dreamed about? Uh, we were hanging out with a comic we shouldn't have been. That was it. That's all I remember. And then I was there were some girls I met at a hospital I got kicked out of with that I was friends with. And I was trying to show Matt and this comic how cool I was with these chicks. So you started making out with Matt so that you could show nice. off to the, to the chicks? Uh, we will have bonus points if they're sex dreams. All right. So, <laughs> talk about that. so if Emily had also had a dream about Matt, he would get two points. Yes, That's absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so okay. try to remember if we dream about each other, which kind of sucks because leading up to this, Spencer had just entered uh, into my yeah. dreams. You like to do that. You like to take away points like I, you potentially I have earned. Yeah. And he, he started out as a background uh, character, and then he got <laughs> added into the uh, the rotating cast. But anyhow, let's. Uh, <laughs> Thanks let's, for having me. <laughs> let's dream about a Cowboys Super Bowl. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Sure. They're playing the New York Giants. Uh, they beat them really bad, embarrassingly bad last time. Giants without their starting quarterback. Also, uh, we taken the Cowboys or the Giants and sixteen points. Let's start with you, Emily. Cowboys or the New York Giants and sixteen uh, whole points. When is football over? How many more days until football's over? You need to take care of your goddamn fantasy team. We'll talk about that <laughs> off air, young lady. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, the, the Cowboys. I always just pick the same things, which you, is probably why I keep losing. With Texas, you have Hook'em, I guess. Do you have a Cowboys saying? Cowboys? Yeehaw, I guess. Um, Yeehaw, maybe? Dallas, maybe? Okay, okay. we'll, we'll <laughs> workshop, workshop that. that. To help. Uh, Spinny, Cowboys or Giants in 16? I'm going to go with them boys. Yeah, we them boys. We them boys, mostly because we're doing slightly better, I think. This one is so <laughs> tough because 16 points is a lot. a lot. That is a lot. But, but the Giants are The Giants bad. are hot trash. <laughs> I'll go Cowboys as well. I should pick the Giants, but I don't want to. I'm uh, picking the Cowboys too. Grand oh! Theft Auto 6 does not exist, so I'm going to talk about Grand Theft Auto 5 10 years later. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Yes, in my lustful quest to uh, play video games, specifically Grand Theft Auto, uh, I've been going back and playing a lot of GTA 5. Uh, comedian Avery Moore is joining us for this segment Hello. and for the rest of the afternoon. Hi, Avery. Hello. Uh, I wanted to talk GTA 5 because it's one of the greatest video games of all time. The greatest month and day of my life involved this game. Uh, you a GTA? Or you ever played Grand Theft Auto? I love to drive around. I love to drive around. Do you cause mayhem? Oh, yeah. Okay, driving good. around, just messing stuff up. Royally messing stuff up, listening to tunes. Listen to the radio. Yeah. Dude, that's that's, that's all I did. I don't think I've ever actually played the game, <laughs> but I've definitely just driven around. It's it's some of the best uh just the visuals, the shooting yeah. and running over people. I and, like Vice and, City a lot. And listening to the radio. Yeah. It's great. Vice City had a lot of good eighties tunes. Good music. Uh, I've been wanting a GTA six for a while. It's been over ten years. Hey, and you we, and everyone else out there. Yeah. <laughs> we have some rumors that it might come and uh, I've been playing their latest game from Rock our latest big game, Red Dead Redemption 2, and I thought, you know what, I'll get back into GTA. I was just in the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same. After you've played Red Dead and the way you can interact and do stuff, it kind of sucks. <laughs> Go and do a, a 10-year-old game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely 10 years old. It's kind of crazy to think that it's been around and it's still has a community going online and things like that after like a yeah, decade. That's where I wanted to start with. I got some things I've discovered in Grand Theft Auto that if you're hankering for a new one too, you can do. Starting with the online, 
Uh, forever, I was like, why do I keep updating online? I don't want to play online. I don't want to deal with grievers. Do you know what grievers are? No. Grievers are, let's say you go to play a game online, specifically Grand Theft Auto, and you're like, all right, I got a gun. Now I'm going to do a mission. And some dude comes in a helicopter and shoots you with missiles. It's like a type of trolling. Every oh, time. They just you... go through just to kill people. Yeah, well, yeah. They'll they'll they just go... mess with you. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> they go through and they just screw up everyone else playing on a server yeah. or online. They just, they're really good at the game and they just go and destroy They just they... go to ruin other people's time. Uh, yeah. We but actually... make their own time much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Because they're having it... a blast. It's kind but of you're funny. Like, you're like a clear, you're like, dead. you're like a level one, and this guy's like a level 400. Absolutely. He just, like, <laughs> he just wipes you out. F you. Uh, <laughs> scientifically, it's called Ponin Noobs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it actually, I, I can't be too mad about it because it is kind of fun. Like, Matt Bearden talks about one of his favorite games to play is like this Wii bowling game. Uh-huh. And you play online, but he just always throws it in other people's <laughs> lanes. No, 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 it's, like, it's a virtual reality ball. VR so bowl, you're like yeah. actually yeah. in there in, in the a VR bowling thing, alley. And yeah. you throw the ball at people. <laughs> They get well, really upset and report uh, I discovered this. You can play online in single-player mode or invite-only. So if you don't want to deal with people screwing you up. And they've added, like, a casino. They've added... They've added some heists. A lot of stuff online. You can play by yourself. I uh, did not realize you could do that online, but you can. You can go in. No one yeah. gets in your server. Um they got a mode where you can turn it on, like passive mode or something, so where people start trying to blast you up, it doesn't really do much yeah. to you. Early yeah. on, you they have to did like not. consent. It's they, weird. <laughs> early on, Rockstar really didn't care. They didn't want that. They wanted you playing online with other people, but now they've changed it uh, to that. Well, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of those gamers are a little bit of loners. So, yeah. <laughs> well, who wouldn't know? No, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, just the guys that bit. like to shoot hookers and drive around <laughs> running over people. Theoretical <laughs> hooker. They're not real. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they're called sex workers, Spencer. Don't yep. be rude. A couple of other things I learned in <laughs> the bad. GTA Five. If you want to go play the game, if you've ever spent a lot of time and money building like a really cool custom car, and then you get killed by the police or by, like, redneck, whatever. I fell off a cliff, and I had spent, like... <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> I had spent all my money building this really cool car, and then I drove up on this hill, and I was just shooting... There's an Air Force base in the video game. Yeah. And I just got a sniper rifle and was just shooting the Air Force uh, base. Yeah. He's yeah. asking for it. They would have hel- they'd have attack helicopters come up to get me, and I kept shooting them down. What would you expect? You're going to um, get out of that alive? <laughs> eventually, yeah. Well, I had to get... car was going to... The I point want, of GTA is just to like barricade yourself and that's what shoot I kept doing. At every, yeah. and I would shoot just at the run, FBI. I would just run up the mountain and they couldn't get to me. And then I, I had thrown proximity mines yeah. all when down. When my cousins played it, I remember that was all they did was just yeah. get in so much trouble that they had to barricade themselves from the police. Yes, and then blast it's great. their way out. Well, yeah. I was doing that, and then I was like, "All right, up on uh, the mountain." I had gotten to a point to where I was like, "All right, I need to get out of here because I want to keep my cool car." Yeah, and then I you put some much money into And then it. I fell off a cliff. I, I walked. You I, Selma and Louise yourself? Yeah, dude, after like, after fighting the military and FBI. You just and stumbled off. I fell off a goddamn cliff. And I was like, I spent so much like money. Like those dang Pokemon Go guys. Yes. I was going to say, that's the best part. Just, you can trip and fall down that entire mountain. You roll forever. You do. I, you survive, I kept trying die. to get a hold of myself, but no, I died. Anyhow, great news. I found out my badass car is it's not just, gone. They, there's a, I never knew this. 10 years I've been playing this game. There's a feature where they, uh, your most recent, your two most recent custom cars, they take to the police impound lot. Yeah. And you can get them back. As long as the cars aren't blown up themselves, thankfully they wouldn't, you can get them back. That's neat. Last but not least. Tell us. uh, This is one I knew about for a while, but there are a lot of cool Easter eggs in the game. But one of the coolest is if you go out into this desert road, you get out of your car and you see a bunch of like buggies and trucks around each other and there's a whole bunch of dead drug dealers and a couple of them are still alive and there's one dude down the hill. They straight up took a scene from the beginning of No Country for Old Men. Oh. You go down that hill, there's yeah, a suitcase a, with $25,000. It's a botched drug deal that everyone, yeah. basically oh. everyone killed themselves and there's like a, yeah, it's a, a suitcase. Yeah, $25,000 and then once you get on the road, you start getting chased by drug dealers. So it does a little bit of No Country for Old cool. Men. Uh, so you know what? The game might be Terrifying. 10 years old, but it's still got some fun stuff. Uh, there you go. Avery's going to be back. We're going to hang. We're going to talk and uh, we have a bit of, uh, we have some beef between 
hominess to to address. Okay? You better be ready for that. I love beef. Austin's number one video beer pong champion, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Uh, joining us now, funny man Avery Moore in the studio releasing her latest comedy album. We are all very excited about this. Uh, Avery, tell us about this comedy album that started back in the depths of the pandemic. Hey, CJ. <laughs> honk, honk. Um, oh, anybody- man, I- I have high sound effects, too, yeah, but they got replaced. Them Bust them out. I can't. I can't. It's only when we're talking about boobs okay. can we use the honk. But honk, that, honk. we're not here for that. We're here because you have a comedy album. And it came out today. We had some beef Yay. together. But first, happy birthday on your comedy album. Thank you. Yay. It was born today on Sure Thing Records, and you can listen to it everywhere, stream it everywhere. I'm on Spotify now. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, and I have a band camp now. You are. <laughs> and that's the best way that you can get it. You're a Thank legit you. artist, yeah. Avery. Uh, yeah, I love you. the cover. I'm a recording artist now. I love the cover, too. It's your, your sort of a sad face you're making, oh, yeah, but it's, it's clowned a, up. Yeah, clown it's makeup. a photo of me from a stage makeup class in college <laughs> that I just gave to my friend Sean, and he turned it into and my the, album cover. The back is you as a little Avery. The back is me as a little kid. It's very yeah. uh, 90s hip-hop looking, too. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so buy the album for its how, how cool it <laughs> looks. Its art is awesome. Uh, you recorded this a while ago. It's taken you a moment to put together Mm -hmm. but when it comes to comedy albums like Saturday morning my dad would always either play music or we would put on like Cheech and Chong or Richard Pryor or something like that like there was always like he my dad loved his comedy like actual vinyl albums um why are you doing something no one's going to listen to, or are you going to bring comedy albums back? I'm going to bring comedy albums back. I'm okay, going to bring. That's the answer I was looking for. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, uh, I think one. it's important to um, put stuff out in the world um, that's like permanent, you know? Yeah. Um, because my uh, the art form I chose, um, a lot of it just goes away, and I, I'm not the best at recording myself and recording sets of mine and putting them up. I'm just I, I'm pretty old school. I started like almost. <laughs> 15 years ago, so I'm not from the like crowd work YouTube um, right, TikTok generation. Yeah. Heavy. Avery Moore destroys his heckler. Yeah, and it's just me going, please don't, sir. <laughs> That's very <laughs> mean. Please don't. I'm really excited about this new stuff. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's super cool, and I, uh, I'm really excited that everyone can listen to it because it was an awesome night, and I wasn't going to put it out. It took me years to listen to because I'm... Uh, it's hard to listen back and do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Be. I suffer from pretty bad clinical anxiety, and I didn't listen to it for three years. <laughs> yeah. um, but I go. did. procrastinating. But I freaking did, and now it's out. <laughs> yeah, were you, were you doing some CJ stuff there, and you're like, all right, I made all these things, and I'm just going to wait till I die, and someone does it for me? And uh-huh. then whether it's good or bad, they'll listen because I'm dead, and they feel like they have have to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's literally, I have. That's I, the way to do it. Yeah. Hey, man, that's, that's life. I have a whole Etsy side of crap, expensive artwork I did on drugs that I'm just waiting till I pass and people are like, oh, man, this wow. is trippy. Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's awesome that you did this because you are very funny and very energetic um, to see live, but I feel like it translates pretty well listening to worried. something like that. Yeah, I was worried because I'm so physical and a lot of my bits are because of my face and like the the things I'm doing with my body, like acting stuff out, you know? And um, so I was worried about that, but... um it, yeah, it, it's, I like it. It, it turned it out works. okay. You get, just have to use your imaginations, and, everyone. Uh, which <laughs> actually, mine. it works really well. And I, f- I was joking about like, why are you doing this thing no one's going to listen to? Because yeah. I feel like with the advent of, uh, not the advent, but you know what I mean? Like the popularity of podcasts mm-hmm. and audible and like oral storytelling. Yeah. You would think that these older traditional things like radio or stand up records aren't important, but I younger think- people are discovering them and they're more used to hearing them again because they listen to goddamn podcasts all day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's actually more welcome than you think it is. And yeah, audiobooks and I, even, too. Like audiobooks, that stuff's too. just popular. Yeah, I just, I think it's an important part of stand-up comedy, stand-up albums are, and um, that it can't, we can't just let it solely exist on, like, in the podcast realm and in, like, the new wave of or things. Or Instagram reels yeah, or little things like that. Yeah, it can't just exist in snippets like that. I think it's a, uh, it's always been, like, a benchmark for me. Like, I feel like, even though... I'm approaching 14 years in comedy. I feel like solid now. 
Yeah. Like today, I I I am now yeah. finally a comedian. That which cool. is not to say that other like if if you don't put out a record, you aren't. I'm just saying I feel like pretty cool about it. Like, hey man, it's that's an hour thing. and eight minutes yeah. on tape that no one can ever ever take away from yeah. me. Uh, Spencer and I, <laughs> unless I get censored yeah. uh, or canceled. You know what they for might being too nice. They they might do another Hollywood blacklist style thing. But hey, the internet. You know what? If that would be my the, politics would definitely get me on it. So. That, well, you you have been banned from Twitter for threatening senators, so I yeah, uh, we learned, see that. We learned from hey, that, right? Dude, you, we're just rolling with the punches. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, they didn't look at that the same way as well. Yeah, no, they them. let Donald Trump back on for a little bit, but not me. Not you. Uh, were you? Now we've joked about Matt and I have on, on the show about some Austin comedians that literally had the. Uh, Secret Service come to them. Yeah, I think Mike McRae was one of them. Were you? Mike did McCray, that happen to you too, no, or were you didn't. just um, were you I've, just blocked for threatening a? I've just been senator. censored online. I've had lots of stuff deleted, um, and like comments deleted, and all the things. But my Twitter was taken away, and yeah, I'm not I'm not allowed to you, get back on Twitter. Um, I've tried to start multiple. Ones, I tried to start multiple ones, and it tracks my IP address. Um, so I could do like a what is it called? A VPN uh, thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I'm, but I don't, I don't care. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. mental health is oh so much better than being on that. It's thing. a good idea to stay uh, away. Yeah, yeah stay but, away. Uh, You've heard powerful right wing voices say for years yeah, they're I being mean, my censored. Buddy Jake Flores, and it's a proof you're you're being censored. You are yeah. a powerful right wing voice that big media and tech has censored for years. <laughs> no, right? no, 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 left, left, oh. left. <laughs> oh well. I'm oh. sorry, fake, listeners, if you thought it was the other way. <laughs> fake news. Avery Moore. Yeah. Um, we're going to come back and we're going to hang more. We're going to have I'm you excited. tell some jokes. But I do have uh, I do have some minor beef I want to address with you just because uh, I thought you didn't like me. Why? Well, we're going to talk about that. Coming up on the radio with Funny Man Avery Moore. New comedy album out now. Bandcamp. Find her on the internet. Avery Moore. Comedian Avery Moore is hanging out with us. And before we move on to talking about her new album and stuff, I thought we'd address the uncomfortable beef in the room of why... Why you didn't like me for a while while we were fighting? I don't know. Okay. Well, let's let's get Why into did we it. Beef? You uh, made an appearance on this radio show. You did a very funny commercial for uh, uh, Chasing Realty uh, in the little bit we do. And if you've ever heard smoking bonnets, that's, <laughs> that's you. Me. That's your voice. That's me. We did a fake commercial for a real business, and then they paid Avery and I to do it <laughs> and put it together. <laughs> And now it's on the radio. And now it's on the radio constantly. So I love that in like the the world of Scott Elderdom of like mm-hmm. of of knowing voices and sounds and things because you hear the advertisements, you're there. Yeah, it's really very much an honor to be a part of Austin radio culture. And, and didn't, yeah. didn't it's smoking, pretty cool. Didn't smoking burnout say anytime you want something, just come oh, by? Yeah, like I, you are their celebrity. Yeah, I called them because I needed like we needed to do some settle up or something like that, and um, they. The guy sounded like the turtle from Finding Nemo. He Hell was yeah. like, anytime, come on by, bro. And I was like, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, you know how in uh, Half Baked, where he where he has to moon the shopkeepers, like, oh, black ass. Yeah. You just have to sing the Smoking Burnouts uh-huh, jingle. Like, oh, oh. Is it really you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyhow, you did, uh, uh, I made a little TikTok. It wasn't like an advertising paid thing, but I did do it for clients. So I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Venmo Avery a little bit of money. And then I don't hear from you for months. Not that I was expecting you to be like, oh, thanks for the money. I don't know why you'd say it angrily, but I, I don't <laughs> I wasn't expecting like uh like a thanks or like this or that. And then like I hadn't heard from you in forever and I hadn't seen you. I was like, did I do something last time she was here to piss? Was that insulting? Oh no, that's just my ADHD. That I vin- that I that I Venmoed her. <laughs> like like was that what, was she like, what kind of crap is this? <laughs> and then I heard you on another radio show, on Matt's other radio show. And I happened Uh-oh. to get this clip of you talking about me on that radio show, and it really hurt my feelings. So I thought we'd just play that really quick. Okay. Wow, so excited to be on a good show with you, Matt Bearden. This is Avery Moore. I am funny, haha. And CJ is a penis brain dork. I don't like him, haha. He is not funny and sweats this? too much for my liking. Plop dong. Haha, more like plop songs. CJ on 101X, what a joke. Or not a joke, because jokes require humor. Avery! <laughs> I didn't know that you would ever be listening. Jeez. 
That was pretty mean. I'm so sorry. Please accept my apology. Uh, I'm sure. I I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. <laughs> Sounds exactly like that her. That was absolutely mean, <laughs> bro. I'm so freaking sorry <laughs> you heard that. I'm going to be honest. The entire crux of this bit was I was taking your audio from that show and, and making it say stuff. Yeah. But it got way too difficult, and it was hard. To, <laughs> it was hard to get you clean. Yeah. Like clips of you without someone else oh, talking. Yeah. And uh, I, I really want the I AI treatment. I gave up on though. that this morning. I gave up, and I was like, oh, I can just do an AI voice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just in, one more time. Here's what Avery had to say about me. Wow, so excited to be on a good show with you, Matt Bearden. <laughs> this is Avery Moore. I am funny, haha, and CJ is a penis brain dork. I don't like him, haha. He is not funny and sweats too much for my liking. Plop dong. <laughs> haha, more like plop songs. CJ on 101X, what a joke. Or not a joke, because jokes require humor. Stinks. Man, I'm so but sorry. It's okay. Uh, I will say I mean, what, it was kind of true, though, right? Yeah. Every the day, plop I've dong that. part. The especially. sweaty part. All of that. <laughs> sweaty part is, I mean, that that feel kind of bad for you. Too much for, for my liking. It's, it's very real. And, and the way you go, ha-ha, after ha-ha. you say something funny. Too much for my liking. Ha-ha. Uh, you have a new comedy album out. It yeah. took you uh, three years yeah. to sit, to edit <laughs> and to decide. Yeah, what, and my friends you, did most of the work. <laughs> how do you decide what goes in and out, and then do you ever get to a point of micromanagement where you're cutting out uh, ums and stuff like that, or do yeah. you realize like it sounds too TikTok-y and youtube to do that? Like how, how did you get this final piece that we're listening to? So I knew that I was going to be, just like you said, too nitpicky. So I kind of had I kind of really trusted um the guys the boys at the label at Sure Thing Records um Duncan Carson and Brendan K. O'Grady um I trust their ear they've been running they ran Sure, sure Thing Thing's been going for, for a long years. time just um, just wrapped up too. yeah just great. wrapped up and they're great comedians and I was like and they know me so well we're really good friends and I was like hey you guys make a pass at it with Dustin Swaylock, the guy that recorded it, and Dustin. they did, yeah, the best, Shout and they out. did such a great job, and they gave me all of it. But like, yeah, it was. Um, we made the decision to keep in most of it. Um, I did an hour seventeen, I think, <gasps> and it's an hour and eight minutes. Well, yeah, that's good. 10. Yeah, that's so we cut out, a, but mostly of um, like long, weird. Like More laughing like, moments, meandered a little or meandered whatever. Meandered a little okay. bit with like some laughter that like there's was, I'm not saying anything or then lots of ums. Okay, was that difficult? Did you feel like any part that it just felt like was it difficult to do to guess? I guess also rid of yeah, some stuff? hearing hearing your own material again. Were you like in the cleaned up way? You mean? Yeah. Were you like, oh, that's not funny because you've already said it and you've already heard it so many times, or did you just trust like Man. I listened to it in pieces okay uh because <laughs> i'm that bad it's that bad um ah, <laughs> i'm vibrating yeah, let's, uh, we actually um, have a piece of it to listen to right now <laughs> that's my singing voice that's the intro. <laughs> that, that, what if it but when i was saying it just like a microphone feeding back yeah, yeah. that'd be sick um but yeah it was, I knew that it would just be too hard for me. So I listened to it in pieces and um, uh, they did a lot of it and they would submit the cuts to me and I think it flows really, really well and they t- and it just sounds really great and I like it a lot. Where do we buy it, by the way? And I um, hope this encourages other comics to be like, oh, I can make yeah, an album. Uh, and- you can put it out ev- anywhere. Um, and we put it, it's on iTunes and Bandcamp. Bandcamp, I think, is the best uh uh, that's the best way to help support you. That's the best way to support artists. Yeah. Most of that that website, um, most of the money goes to the artist. And there's a thing called Bandcamp Fridays where one like all of the proceeds go to the artist. Nice. Uh, it's a cool thing, yeah. And I've always wanted to be on Bandcamp Friday, so I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, but you can Good. you can listen to it anywhere on Spotify or Tidal. If you Google Avery Moore Bandcamp, it comes up. Yeah, it does. So easy. Avery Moore Bandcamp. Yeah. Just Google that. Comes up just right do, away. Just Google okay. that and buy it there. Uh, and it's you're hilarious. You're one of Thanks. the uh, gems. You're, the Chronicles named you one of the funniest people in Austin, as many others have. Uh, now that you've done this, I've been thinking about putting out my special. Oh. Would you like to see the trailer for my Please. comedy special? This Please. was recorded at Cap City Comedy Club. And I want you all to know that it's Martha Kelly actually introducing me. Here we go. Awesome. Welcome the very funny Casey Morgan. <laughs> That's my real name. Mm-hmm. Use my Christian name. You just said, 
crowd work. I remember this night. Yeah, all those people. Yeah, it sounds pretty li- lively. Yep, that's Cap City Comedy Club. <laughs> I'm killing though. Yeah. You just up there rubbing your bare belly. Yeah. He's, he's just I'm a nerd. His beard. <laughs> that's a good one. Just <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Everybody loves a fart. It's pretty okay, good company yeah. out there. Right? I think yeah. it's good. It's some good foley work. It's really good <laughs> writing. <laughs> there you go. That's it. My, That's my, awesome. You should put that out. That was my full comedy special. What was that uh, sixty yeah. seconds of pure material? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I unfiltered. <laughs> CJ raw. People were like, "Hey, you should do your." I, I tried to be a stand-up comic, which is one of the difficult jobs to do. And we're gonna come back and talk about jobs that people think are cool, but are actually kind of hard. And we're gonna delve into stand-up comedy with that. But I, as a radio guy. Tried to do it. I did uh, the uh, Cap City Comedy Club's Funniest Person in Austin. It's the most stressful and, contest. Uh, yeah, in the and world. people were like, hey, you should release that. And I was like, okay, but instead I did that. <laughs> of where course I just you did, did. I did a bunch of Foley work and then just all that is uh, all that is a Ron White special. Amazing. Like all the like crowd in Nashville is Ron or something. White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so <laughs> it looks like a real country crowd. <laughs> yeah, and then I just, just, I kept editing this one guy laughing just uh-huh. at everything I did. But uh, we'll be back and talk about jobs you think are really cool but actually aren't with someone who's worked about every job in Austin, including uh, giving state history tours. <laughs> People Magazine's sexiest man alive and why we agree or disagree. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, and this is the OG clickbait in a way. People magazine's sexiest man alive just announced their sexiest man of the year. And spoiler alert, the sexiest man is just about as relevant as People Magazine's list of sexiest men. As a matter of fact, Emily, if you didn't bring this in here, I don't think I would have known who was sexy or not. Oh, really? But now they're telling me. Um, let's start just with that. Let's start with the winner, shall we? Yeah, let's do Getting it. Right out of the gate. Patrick Dempsey uh, from Grey's Anatomy. McDreamy. McDreamy. Uh, Grey's Wait. Anatomy is 20 years ago. I know. But what has you, Patrick Dempsey been in since then? If you have, have a nickname like McDreamy, you, you kind of deserve to win. He kind of deserves to be sexiest man when Grey's, when people gave a crap about Grey's Anatomy. Look at Spencer. He's falling asleep over here. There's uh, still a lot of people that like it. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, why isn't it called sexiest actor alive? There's a lot of sexy dudes that don't act. You know what I mean? You, uh, one they of them, they well, do some that aren't actors. Well, Spencer, just so you know, a guy that uh, looks a little bit like you in some ways, Jason Kels. Or Kelsey, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles star, the lineman who uh, is brother of you know Travis. They played against each other in the Super Bowl. He was one of the uh, finalists in this year's Sexiest Man Alive. Mm. We okay with that? He's got a. Be funny if they said Taylor Swift's boyfriend's brother or whatever. <laughs> they don't even give his name. <laughs> they actually did. I was being polite. Yeah. To some of the guys out there, because most people don't know who they are. I also have a list here of the Reader's Choice poll results for okay. a bunch of different um, like categories of sexy men for 2023. There's categories of sexiness? If you would like to hear them. Yes, Hold Hispanic, on. white. No. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Dad bod. First, we have the sexiest TV star. Do you oh, want to give your vote? Who do you think the sexiest TV star is? It's got to be Pedro Pascal from The Last of Us. I don't know why he wasn't overall sexiest man That's unless been, he won it last year. It is actually James Marsden because he was in his, oh, played himself okay. in Jury okay. Duty. Okay, he's a pretty good looking dude. He's hot. He was, um, he was at ACL, man. Yeah, he was at ACL. It yeah. would have been uh he yeah, he was um it would have been funny if it was uh oh man, I just blinked out. Anyhow, go on. Jeremy Allen White of the Bear. He was he was he nominated. Been on the list. He was yeah. on the list. He was on the list, but he didn't win. Uh, next up, we have the sexiest blockbuster star, Chris Hemsworth again. Okay, he he's, just he he's always a, he's a good wins guy, things. But yeah, he's... he always wins things. Also, uh, Oppenheimer, Cillian Murphy <laughs> was on the list. He's spooky, okay. sexy. He it, he he's the kind of sexy I like, which looks like they're about to be a skeleton. Yeah. Um. Those so I'm good. into it. 
Sexiest athlete. Can you give a guess? Uh, as a dude, one. I don't mm-hmm. know. Who's, you know. You know. You almost Travis. said it earlier. It was Travis. Uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. It's, yeah, Taylor Swift's oh, boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Jesus, people. <laughs> Isn't not that just, just the sad? magazine that is doing this, but everyone out reads it. Everyone, all of us, all the people, we are doomed. <laughs> okay, I just went through Patrick Dempsey's uh, Wikipedia, and he Patrick hasn't Dempsey, he hasn't right? really been acting since 2016. So, so he's just he hasn't been in the public. Well, he's been auto racing, so he's, he's a racer racing? now, and that's pretty tight. That's sexy, but he's not doing like. You know, he's not like doing F1 or NASCAR, so it doesn't count. It's not important. No one knows. That's so odd. You know who else is on the list that, like, who we haven't talked about in decades? Um, Usher, Jamie Foxx, and Lenny Kravitz. Well, Usher's doing the Super Bowl. Oh, Lenny Kravitz. Usher, Usher, Usher. Jamie Foxx still doing stuff? What are you talking about? What? Lenny Kravitz is vicariously living through his really hot daughter. Yeah, yeah. And Jamie Foxx starring in crappy Netflix vampire movies. That was awful. Um, that one too. Patrick Dempsey's just befuddles me. Um, I think it's just, I mean, it's impressive if you was, can do absolutely nothing and then win Sexiest Man Alive. should bring back Patrick. Remember Patrick Duffy from Step by Step? He hasn't been around for 20 years. Bring him in, but too. But Sexiest Man Alive. I feel like a lot of women would feel very comfortable with that because they're in their middle ages now, and they're like, oh, that reminds me of a dad, a nice well, soft dad. It was Step by Step. He's in that other show where his character got killed off. And then, like a season later, they brought him back, and he was just in the shower. <laughs> he was just oh, in the shower just the like, whole oh, time. Uh, that was, was Dallas. Dream. Yeah. It was Dallas, right? I forgot what? he was even in that. That's yeah, he was crazy. in the soap opera Dallas. Did they kick him off for no, like got, temporarily? I think his and character then... was killed off or something, and no one really liked it, so they just reverted it later. Whoa! And so it was basically his wife or something comes in, and she's like, "Who's in the shower?" That's how they fixed that entire plot hole. Was just like they made it. They made it was all that entire season a dream because they realized they made a mistake with the entire killing him off. Okay, kind of thing. I agree. Let's vote for him for the sexiest man alive because there's no <laughs> other men in this world who can die and come back to life because they were just in the shower the whole time. That's so hot. That's so sexy. He must be so clean after being in there for so long. Patrick Duffy, man. Oh my gosh. We've also got, do you want more on the list? No, I was looking up past list to see if Duffy's made it and he is not. Oh. So, uh, um, so that means we have to start. The d- the doors open, Patrick Duffy. Yeah. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. Five one two eight three five one zero one five.